The thing I love most about trading and investing in general is that it's completely meritocratic. There's lots of areas in life, especially within performance, that are very subjective and qualitative. But in investing, you have this information. Everyone else has it. You make a decision and a year, five years, 10 years down the line, we can start to compare the decisions you made versus someone else um, who had the exact same information. And given enough sample size and time frame, we can very clearly see who performed the best. It's, for me, almost a mental sport in that respect. One of the things I love most about Gorm is his humility. I don't know if that's linked to his Norwegian roots. I think AKO embody this as a whole, despite all their success. And I believe looking at the challenge of performance through this lens of humility is part of the reason they are so unconventional and dynamic in terms of how they achieve success in their space. Sometimes it's not about how, but rather who. And I think AKO are a phenomenal example of the power of this. Um, traditionally in finance, you've got these market wizards that can just, you know, read the market, the, uh, the touch me, you'll heal types. Um, and yes, AKO has outlier leaders in terms of Nikolai, of course, and Gorm amongst others in that, that team, but fundamentally they're a talented group of individuals that have high baseline abilities coupled with the humility to not just listen and leverage, but to actually bring other experts into their team. Gorm talked about their in-house black belt accountants uh, working their magic, the black belt psychologists assessing management teams, then the uh, black belt linguists deconstructing data, the black belt data teams tracking the leading indicators, looking for smoke. And finally, I think he mentioned their black belt marketers conducting that primary research function rather than the traditional conventional superstar investment team who like to think they can do it all, which is absolutely the status quo in this space. And some, some do. Here's the key thing for me though. This type of setup does not manifest without humility at the roots of the organization. Gorm even had the humility to point out that after reading my book, what jumped out at him was that they weren't fully aligned with the principles that optimize the talent identification side of things. Um, Gorm then immediately sought to optimize this, plugging gaps that he and the team spotted. There was zero panic. It was calm, clinical, but assertive and a ton of action and sincere engagement to immediately start tweaking and experimenting in terms of how they optimize their process in this area. Another thing that jumped out in the conversation was this sort of long-term thinking versus short-term. A particularly interesting Point to reflect on was the Benjamin Graham quote Gorm shared. In the short run, the market is a voting machine, but in the long run, it's a weighing machine. And for me, the stock market is just a metaphor for life and for performance. Now, in the short term, uh, the stock market, life, uh, your pursuit of excellence, there's a lot of noise. And one area you can go wrong is getting caught up in that noise and finding yourself chasing short-term results at the expense of your long-term development. The behaviors you might engage in to generate short-term results are very different from the behaviors that will provide you long-term success. And this is a powerful example of how the thing we crave so much, winning, can also hold us back if it's not managed properly. After all, you can win today by relying on skills you know won't work at the next level or in the long run. 
for example, raw power in rugby or a photographic memory in trading are skills that can enable you to produce winning results in the earlier stages of your development. The snag, though, is the effectiveness of these attributes in the long run. They sort of drop off a, a cliff as the standard of competition increases. At this point, everyone has these skills. So suddenly new skills like passing off both hands are key for the rugby player or connecting information fast and under pressure are key for the trader. And if your sole priority has been to win today and you've relied on the skills that don't work at this new level, you won't have developed the ability you need to progress and compete. And I think one of the messages here are that there are times where you must sacrifice winning today to prioritize developing the capability you need to win tomorrow. You need to avoid short-term strategies like working harder for longer and ignoring rest and recovery, or going to the organization that pays the most over the one that will develop you most by perhaps giving you the opportunity to compete. Ultimately, elite performance is a long-term process. Great skills like great companies will need time to compound. So you can eventually hit those tipping points and experience those breakthrough moments that propel you to the top. Progress isn't linear for you or great companies. And the question to reflect on is what's the best decision for your development tomorrow, not your ego today? When it comes to your ambition, talent, and your effort, we want long-term quality investments of these crucial assets. The fact is, excellence is volatile, and there are no straight lines to the top, and there are no exceptions to this rule. There's always going to be a lag between your actions and the outcomes they produce. And during those lags, the outcomes can be all over the place. Gorm shares how the outcomes will tell you every day for a year that you're an idiot. He also emphasized how you have to separate the process and the outcome. And you have to have the confidence in your process to be able to ignore that short-term noise. And I think that's a big part of AKO's huge focus on optimizing that process. And if you really feel the need to engage in some kicking and screaming, as Gorm described it, then direct this at the quality of your process not the outcomes. For me, this conversation was another powerful reminder uh, for how important a robust process that you trust is. It transforms your commitment to achieving a goal or pursuing excellence from that risk or dream chasing exercise to a set of logical steps. The outcomes might not be there yet, but when you have a robust process to get you there, this reduces the volatility, it shuts out some of the noise, and it keeps the focus on controlling what's controllable. I want to say thanks again to Gorm. I love the conversation and I wish you and the AKO team the absolute best. I have zero doubt you'll continue to dominate the space for years to come if you stick to these uh, principles you currently do. And uh, hopefully we'll get to grab a beer soon. Cheers, Gorm. <laughs>